Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is a subpar episode of Good Morning Liberty podcast, because I'm a subpar host, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, the par host, the birdie host, if you will, the yeah. soaring eagle host. Isn't subpar Mr. kind of a weird way to say Nathaniel something like... Parr Thurston? <laughs> like below par. I mean, that's pretty good score. That's better. Yeah. You know, so like on par, that seems like worse than being subpar. That's mm. kind of a weird one to me. I don't know. Hey, I what's just up, wanted everyone? to let everybody know it's not going to be as good as yesterday because I'm here and I want to apologize for that. Yeah. So everyone knows that you're sorry for sure. And they have come to expect the fact that when it's both of us, it's not going to be quite as good. And so. I want to validate their feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm all about validating feelings. Charlie does care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. So if you want to, smash that follow button, that subscribe button. Go watch us on YouTube or you TikTok or whatever. Did I tell Did I tell you that we were got a strike on YouTube last week? Did I tell you about that? <sighs> no. Yeah, from one of our White Pill Wednesday episodes. Are you serious? Yeah. What happened? They didn't say why, but I filed a claim, a dispute. And they took the strike away. So I can say, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Tell the algorithms that you like it. We got a few things to talk about today. We do have a hard stop in 30 to 35 minutes. How did that happen? We're not going to talk all about Trump today. Yesterday's episode was entirely about the siege <coughs> of Mar-a-Lago. Charlie, you stay on your side of the table with that stuff, okay? I try to inhale Dr. Pepper Zero. It's not meant for that. No, no. That's supposed to go down the um, t- the pipe that goes to your stomach. Mm-hmm. Not, not your I, windpipe. I figured that one out real quick. Yeah, you shouldn't. Kids don't snort Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah. Okay, I know Charlie it's tries to make it look cool, but it's not as cool as he makes it look. I uh, right. I was I'm just really tired. I was trying something new. <laughs> See if I could get into my system faster. Okay, listen, we got to get down to business. Let me tell you about the first story. We're not going to talk all about Trump, but just a little bit of news today. The DOJ is saying that they do not want to release the affidavit behind the FBI Trump search. Now, Why not? I thought they were fine with releasing everything. They wanted to release the warrant, but they do not want to release the probable cause. And wasn't Trump okay with that he was okay with releasing the warrant and he wants the affidavit released also but they are saying that they don't want to release that now that is up to the judge in florida and whether or not the remaining people that work for jeffrey epstein say that that's okay just <laughs> he, kidding but uh that's i mean he he got him back i'll tell you I'll tell you why. This so, looks really good on, for, for him. The U.S. Justice Department on Monday rejected calls to release a document that details what evidence it had when it made the request 
to raid Mar-a-Lago in a 13-page response. Federal prosecutors said releasing the probable cause affidavit would cause irreparable harm to the ongoing investigation. Quote, if disclosed, the affidavit would serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, providing specific details about its direction and likely course in a manner that is highly likely to compromise future investigative steps. All right, so the they're going to give a bunch of reasons. Here's the reason why. They got a mole, okay? They got someone on the inside. Rat. And they don't want to disclose the fact that they got someone on the inside, but that's pretty much the only thing that would really make sense here is they've got someone on the inside. I bet it's Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know how closely he works with... Oh, you're talking about The Departed the right Departed. now. Yeah. Really good movie. It's a great movie. It takes me a couple days to finish that movie, but yeah. um, it's really good. That's yeah. why I said, a rat. It could be anyone. Could be. If I were Trump, I would fire every single person that I know. All the family members, all the lawyers, all of them <laughs> clean, just clean slate, bring in new undercover agents after that. That's right. That way mm. they don't have the uh, prior knowledge that the current ones have. So that's where we're at right now. Other than that, we've got no information. We don't know what's going on. I did hear... That apparently, and this is coming from Judge Napolitano, mm-hmm. so allegedly Trump's attorney had told the DOJ, you covered this yesterday? I did, yeah. Okay. And so yes. could that have anything to do with it? That is probably where the obstruction of justice charge uh, comes in, or the that part of the search warrant, more than likely. And uh, so that, like, he can't take executive privilege anymore. I don't know if he's removed enough from the lawyer. Maybe he can just say, well, that was my lawyer signing that thing. I don't know. I mean, he's gone rogue, man. Uh, but yeah, he his lawyer signed off in June saying that they didn't have any classified documents. Um, Trump also says he had declared declassification in his mind, essentially, that everything was declassified. Uh, there is a proper way to go about doing that, but it doesn't matter. They're still trying to get him on the fact that he removed the documents without permission in the first place. So it doesn't even matter whether or not they're classified. Mm. So that's where we're at on this whole story. We'll see if well, we get some more information. End, even at the end of the day, if their goal is to get them on that statute that says you can't hold office anymore or whatever, there's a big debate about that, of whether that actually means the office of the president or that means offices of like executive branches. So like if you you can't be like the head of the FDA or something like that, because the Constitution lays out very specifically who can run for president. Mm-hmm. You just got to be 35. And uh, that's it. Basically born, <laughs> born a natural citizen. Mm-hmm. And you got to be 35. Ain't but, no other qualifications. There have been two people run for president from prison. One of them was in prison for violating the Espionage Act. So just just so you know, you got a million votes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Maybe the libertarians need to try that out sometime. Nice. (laughs) Just kidding, libertarian friends. All right. Coming up next from the Daily Wire. Thanks, Ben. What a a stand-up guy. He's a nice guy providing us with this information, yeah. Biden's inflation bill made $7,500 electric vehicle tax credits. Ford and GM just raised their prices by the same amount. I think I sent you this, didn't I? You sent me something having to do with that, yeah. Similar. Citing significant material cost increases and other factors... Ford's announcement revealed price hikes between $6,000 and $8,500 for its electric vehicles. The F-150 Lightning Pro, for example, will sell for $46,974, which is a $7,000 increase from the $39,947 charged for last year's model. GM likewise increased the cost of its electric Hummer by $6,250 last month. The price hikes are comparable to the $7,500 
dollar tax credits for new electric vehicles included in the $740 billion Inflation Reduction Act. That's weird. This is, it's got to be a coincidence. No one could have seen this coming. Mm -mm. No. Quote, it addresses the climate crisis and strengthens our energy security, creating jobs, manufacturing solar panels, wind turbines, and electric vehicles in America with American workers, Biden said. It lowers families' energy costs by hundreds of dollars each year. Does it? Does it? The price hike appear. Uh, the price hikes appear to upend repeated assertion, assertions from the White House that electric vehicle tax credits, combined with elevated prices at the pump, will accelerate renewable energy adoption in the United States. "Quote: The more pain we are all experiencing from the high prices of gas, the more uh, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles." Transportation Secretary Pete Mayor. Uh, Buttigieg. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Buttigieg. That's how you say it. Argued before the House <clears throat> Transportation Infrastructure Committee members last month. Oh, who could have predicted that, too? The fact that they're going to force people, and the people who can't afford electric vehicles, oh, well, yeah, we're real sorry about that. Kind of screwed. But all the people that can, this is just going to force us in to the electric vehicle space. Now, they wouldn't have any incentive to make the fossil fuels more expensive, right? In order to shift people over, that's just something that's naturally happening in the free market, I would assume. Mm. Capitalism. Now, the most obvious point of this, and by the way, we can use this with the EV tax credits, and you can also use this with anything else that the government says they are going to subsidize, because it just gets more expensive roughly by the amount that they are subsidizing. That product. Which we've talked about so many times so on the many show. So many times. And now... The, Look at by, colleges. By the way, you know, new vehicle prices are one of the inputs on the inflation calculation. And so when you have these new vehicles prices going up by this much, I don't know that that's going to help inflation. You know? Maybe? Who knows? Well, it is because mm. it's in the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm. And now what's going to happen is this is what always happens. That reminds me of like a gun-free zone sign. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's in the Inflation Reduction Act. So if inflation does go up, it's obviously not the fault of these tax credits. No, it's prohibited. Mm -hmm. So this happens all the time with anything the government decides that they're going to subsidize. And of course it's going to happen. The problem is they decide that they're going to throw $7,500 on and that's going to help people get more electric vehicles. What's really never accounted for in any of their statistics is what happens when the businesses just raise the price of whatever that is by whatever the amount of credit is, which is clearly what they're going to do. And then here's it's clearly the what they've already <clears throat> done. Here's the next step. So the act of subsidizing causes the price of this thing to go up, right? And then, of course, you need your $7,500 to help the price come back down. The government has to step in because these evil, greedy businesses, well, they just hike the prices up by $7,500. And so, thankfully, the government's coming in to subsidize these things that are just getting more and more expensive thanks to the greedy capitalists that are out there. And then maybe they need to subsidize them a little bit more. That causes the price to go up just a little bit more. We see this with everything. It literally, you could use a uh, college. That could be something that you could use or really anything else that the government throws money in. Obviously they are just going to lead to the prices going up. This idea never works. And well, it doesn't ever work, but you would have to have price controls, but price controls don't work. That makes everything worse. Clearly 
because then you artificially keep the price lower, but you've increased the buying power for everyone, then the supply can't keep up with the demand, and then you end up with shortages. That's what happens when you have price controls. But for this kind of thing to work, it eventually leads to price controls. That's why all of these socialist governments always get to the point to where they're controlling prices on things, because all of their actions lead to the prices going up on everything. And that's clearly what happens all the because time. Because it's guaranteed money. Yeah. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't do something for guaranteed money? I, I would, I would <sighs> definitely do the same thing that they are doing. And unfortunately, the government's going to be able to, uh, because most people aren't going to pay attention to this. People will see that they got that 7500 off of what the evil, greedy business person was charging them for the vehicle. We'll see stuff about profits going up a bunch, you know, and then we'll need to limit their profits. Or maybe we need to give people a little bit more of an EV tax credit, you know, just to help with the increasing prices due to the free market capitalism. So the only anyway. way you could do it is if you like it was a hidden tax credit <laughs> where they didn't know what it was going to be. Mm hmm. You know, so then they wouldn't have trouble raising their, they're still going to raise their prices. What if it's like a lottery tax credit? Like, you don't know if you're going to get anywhere between like a hundred bucks to 10,000. No one knows. Maybe, what, maybe you get a free car. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you get a free EV. All right. What's up next, Bernie? I had to bring in a Bernie tweet. I didn't want to wait for Friday because this was so ridiculous. And a lot of people jumping on it even found a nice article from fortune.com to go along with this whole idea. Bernie Sanders tweeted... I stand in solidarity with the Amazon workers in San Bernardino, California, who walked off the job today to protest low wages and unsafe working conditions. <clears throat> now, how many times have we heard this next sentence? If Amazon can afford to pay its CEO $214 million last year, it can afford to give their workers a $5 an hour raise and a safe workplace of course yeah of course it can <clears throat> it's always more that math adds up definitely adds now, up i thought they had the fight for 15 well they fought for and, 15 and they got amazon changed their policies mm -hmm. they everyone's making at least 15 dollars an hour now it's a good thing about so now it needs to be 20 is this the fight for 20 uh you know nina turner's out there saying we need 25 at least <laughs> and so i think anything less than 25 honestly is exploitation you know, with with I, inflation and everything. I think at least a hundred. Why not? I mean, if you're not making a Benji an hour, what are, yeah. you, what are you doing? You're not living. Now there's another problem here. If Amazon can afford to pay its CEO $214 million last year, it can afford to give their workers a $5 an hour raise. No, it can't. Anyone have any? Well, there's not. I know that we could go into the numbers on how much a $5 an hour raise would be for 1.3 million employees. Let's say they be, have around a, a million employees. Mm -hmm. So let's just make it easy. It's going to be $5 million per hour mm -hmm. worked. It's yeah. Rough math. going to be about 30 hours a week average. So that's what? Let's just do 2,000 hours a year. 1,800. Eight, let's do 2,000 to make it easy. Let's yeah. just do 1,000. <laughs> let's do 1,000 hours. Okay? Which is like part-time, I think. Um, that is $5 billion. A million times 1,000? Yeah. 5 billion. That's the same thing. 214 million and 5 billion. But what about the other glaringly obvious number staring us in the face? 
$214 million last year would make that person like one of the highest paid CEOs of all time. He didn't get paid $214 million last year. No. 150000 of that was in salary. The rest of it was in stocks and options over a 10-year span of time. They oh, vested, really? Yeah, they vest in 10 years. But let's go to this Fortune article just for fun anyway. Amazon CEO Andy Jassy earned 6,474 times the median Amazon employee's salary. Several Fortune 500 CEOs made over 1,000 times what their company's median employee earned in 2021, but Andy Jassy takes the cake. Jassy received nearly $213 million in compensation, 6,400 times his median worker's salary of $32,855 per year, according to Amazon's proxy statement filed with the SEC. By comparison, the I median... I love how they always compare to the average worker. Yeah. This yep. is somebody who's doing average things. Yeah, he's definitely... That's a great comparison. Whatever the medium worker is... We can, com, we should compare the average median person to the top. The person running the entire company mm-hmm. and all 1.3 million employees. Yeah. That's yeah, a great comparison. For sure. Uh, I don't know how accurate the 1.3 million is. That's just one stat I saw earlier today. So do your own research on that. Amazon, let's see, by by comparison, the median CEO compensation, now we're talking about median CEOs, at Fortune 500 companies was 205 times a typical worker's annual salary. Amazon made clear that Jassy's high pay was because of a special restricted stock award tied to his promotion to CEO that year. No other Fortune 500 company comes close to Amazon CEO to worker pay ratio. Now, the CEO to worker pay ratio, on a scale of 1 to 10, Charlie, how 1 being who gives a shit and 10 being the most important thing in the world, how important would you say the CEO to medium worker pay ratio is? Oh, it's at least a 12. Oh, yeah. yeah That's even it's, more important. It's What, yeah. like bigger than Ukraine? It is, yeah, I think so. Mm. It's got to be the most mm. important thing that's going on. I okay, mean, this is this is like this is really the epitome of of capitalism, of peak uh, unfettered capitalism <laughs> at play, which is the cause of all of our problems, Nate. Seven companies gave their CEOs pay packages last year worth more than two thousand times the median worker salary. They name out all of these companies in total. Twenty five gave their CEOs a thousand times what their typical employees made in 2001. So Amazon is just going... 2021. Up, 2021. Above and beyond inequality right now. They're they're taking inequality, and they are stomping on the gas pedal right now. I mean, 25 had 1,000 times. Uh, how many of them had 2,000 times? Seven of them had 2,000 times. Amazon coming in with 6,400 times. The median worker, <clears throat> of course, there's just one... One tiny, just a little bitty small problem about that, and that's that his stocks and options will vest in 10 years, and that is the approximate value of all of that calculated that they had to, had to put into the compensation in 2021 when they vest 10 years from now. It might be more. And that's what he's... It could be more. Yep. It could be less. And that's what he's going to be earning. Now, if you were to take that number, $214 million, and divide that by 10 which is what anyone with a partially objective, unbiased brain would do. Because over anyone. 10 years. He will make that over 10 years. That comes out to, let me check my math, $21.4 million per year. Mm. 
Now, where does that put him in relation to the median worker salary? That puts him at about 670 times the median worker. That puts him below the other companies that they just used to talk bad about Amazon. By talking about the 25 that have 1,000 times and seven of them have 2,000 times with Amazon, they got 6,400 times. That puts him back down in the 600 range, which is still egregious. should be one-to-one. You should make more than what your median worker is making. There's no way. No. Yeah. And so... The dishonesty, you know, you think eventually you get used to it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you get used to it eventually where it doesn't like spike your heart rate up or anything? Well, I mean, they took numbers, Nate, Mm -hmm. and they mathed them and the math checks out. Okay. If you just take their numbers. Now, where did they get those numbers? Well, you know, they had to kind of add some things together and, you know, two plus two equals four times 18, carry the two Mm -hmm. and then 214 million. That's what you ended up with. Now, legally, that is his compensation is written down for 2021 for whatever the value of the options and stocks were that they gave him. Here's what they'll also do. They'll talk about how much he makes every year leading up to the next 10 years. And then when he cashes them out, they'll act like he just got paid that amount again whenever the 10 years runs out. They did the same thing with Elon Musk. I found articles at three different periods of time talking about how Elon Musk just got paid $2 billion dollars from Tesla. One of them was like two years before he was ever even able to make the money. And then they were talking about once he started cashing it out also, they were talking about how he just made $2 billion. And then he just ended up with news articles talking about how these people are making $200 million a year. <laughs> and people believe it because they're only driven by uh, their anger and their envy towards people who have more. Now, if you're a company doing hundreds of billions of dollars worth of business, I feel like it would be worth it to pay the person running the entire company $21 million a year. Seems reasonable. What if they make a bad mistake? A t- the tiniest mistake could cost the company a billion dollars easily. The tiniest mistake. Something really, really good that just edges it up above what it would have been otherwise. Could make the company billions of dollars over what they would have made. Of course, it's worth paying a really, really competent person to do this. Hopefully, and especially a white man. <laughs> it's also it's also why like people, <clears throat> a lot of people want to get into tech and because tech um, developers make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, why do they make so much money? Why do you think Google and Facebook and DoorDash and Yelp and all these companies will pay their software developers 300, 400, 500 grand a year, plus they get stock options and all kinds of stuff. Why? Why would they do that? Well, it's because their skills that they have can create products that can generate billions in revenue. So it's well Mm -hmm. worth it to pay someone handsomely for a product that's going to return way more than what they're charging for their skills. Honestly, from what you just laid out, it sounds like Amazon is actually exploiting their CEO, that's, from what I can tell. That's what it looks like to me. He's getting screwed. Yeah. This is exploitation. This guy should have got $400 million. I like how everything you explain, they do explain in the article, but it's towards the bottom. Yeah, yeah. They do eventually say that, Yeah, just to be fair and honest. Uh, they talk about it vesting, and uh, they also have a quote here from Gap, uh, because Gap was one of the companies that they talked about, and they... Uh, we're basically giving them a hard time about what their ratio was. And Gap told Fortune that the majority of their store employees were part-time and under the age of 23. So they're saying, like, All right, this is a stupid comparison. Most of the people who work here are part-time workers, 
and they're young. They just got out of high school. They're in college. Why are you comparing that to the, the CEO running the entire company? This is a stupid comparison. Well, because there's a gap. Nate. I said it way better than them, but that's basically what they're saying. <clears throat> there's a gap. That's it's true. Gotta be filled. No but gap. I kind, of, I kind of agree with Dan here that CEO should form a CEO union <laughs> so they could end CEO exploita- exploitation. In fact, I think all the CEOs should walk out in protest <laughs> of their underfunded compensation packages. They added that the company does not annualize their compensation when determining the CEO pay ratio. They pay their associates competitively, and retail work provides a ladder of opportunity. For these reasons, Gap said, we do not believe that the CEO pay ratio is a meaningful comparison, as it does a poor job measuring employment and compensation in the retail sector because of the number of part-time and seasonal employees who work throughout the industry, as well as the millions of indirect jobs that depend on the retail industry. Hey, so they at least partially came out against this just being a dumb number mm-hmm. good really dumb number hey this is almost a white pill but it's wrapped in a okay this is a dumb bleep wrapped in a white pill no it's a white pill wrapped in a dumb bleep i never know which way i'm going to say mm-hmm. that this is good news but it's also dumb so what's coming up here charles it's a dumb pill that's colored the wrong way <clears throat> that's what i gotta say mm-hmm. next up from generic msn here oh wait hold on the tweet oh, wait. tweet from President Biden first. Okay, from POTUS himself. He says, For millions, hearing aids and the doctor's visit uh, to get them are too expensive. Huh, weird. Mm. Wonder how that came about. That's why, that's why I called on the FDA to make them available over the counter. What a to, good guy. Today, why were they not available to begin with? Well, we won't talk about that. But today they did just that. This action will increase competition and lower the price of a pair by nearly $3,000. Now, isn't that just strange? So, just so everyone knows, the hearing aids. But hang on, he says this action will increase competition and lower the price of a pair by nearly $3,000. How how do we understand that there? But we can't understand that if we would have never put the rules in place to begin with, hearing aids would already be incredibly cheap. What'd you say? You'll make me repeat myself. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I yeah. couldn't afford a hearing aid. All right. So the FDA finalizes this rule. The federal uh, regulators on Tuesday finalized a rule that will allow Americans to buy hearing aids over the counter. Thank you. God overlords of FDA America is going to let us purchase our hearing aids over the counter without even a prescription, a move that could save consumers millions of dollars in health costs. Wow. Why those benevolent leaders? That's the question. This is universally agreed on heck, even by Elizabeth Warren. And President Biden out there, if we allow people to get this without a prescription, you can buy hearing aids over the counter. People are going to save millions of dollars by not having to go through health insurance or whatever whatever else it is that they have to go through. More competition, and it's going to lead to more innovation, by the way, in the hearing aid space. And lower prices for everyone. It's It's a strange concept. Ugh, like you said, like why but, isn't that idea talked about? Why is this so clearly obvious that Biden's out there spiking the football? We'll talk about that here in a second. Why is it so obvious, but we can't use that with anything else? 
Ugh. Because they're not directing it. I That's guess why. so. This is where, like, they have, like, it's virtue signaling at its finest, Pat, well, especially in this case, <laughs> patting themselves on the back for the work that they're doing to tell themselves that they should no longer require a prescription for it. I love it when it's <laughs> monumental day, the government has passed a rule saying that the government is now going to allow people to do something that they want to do without the government forcing them to do something else. That they've always wanted to How do. How great am I? Hey, but the government kept them from doing it. But listen, all the credit that is due, this is some deregulation. That's why I said there is a white pill inside of this somewhere. Mm-hmm. So the FDA issued a final rule to improve access to hearing aids, which was part of an executive order from President Joe Biden about a year ago. Wow. Hmm. You just didn't know all the stuff he was doing to make. I mean, this is going to decrease inflation itself. I saw one of the biggest numbers and there was hearing aids. So, yeah, the rule creates a new category for over the counter hearing aids and allows Americans with mild or moderate hearing impairments to buy the devices directly from stores or online retailers without the need for a medical exam prescription or a fitting adjustment. As early as mid-October, Americans will be able to purchase more affordable hearing aids over-the-counter at pharmacies and stores across the country. This action makes good on my commitment to lower costs for American families, <laughs> delivering nearly $3,000 in savings to American families for a pair of hearing aids and giving people more choices to improve their health and well-being. God, these people are so narcissistic and full of themselves. It's like if it wasn't for me... How much in would you be paying for your hearing aids? But hey, you got to give credit where credit's due, Charlie. Biden says, I want people to be able to oh. purchase hearing aids over the counter. It was He's Biden, getting wasn't it? Yeah. it done. Mm-hmm. And we've got to not rip him on this one because, you know, this is all him. America, the land of the beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much. Okay, there's just one other thing, though. Mm. One small thing before we get out of here. We talked about this about a year ago. I looked up our episode. It was in October of 2021. When Biden Biden announced his action to make this happen. Now, at that time, it was easier to find what actually put this into place. And in fact, we made fun of how long it had taken for them to get to this point, which was the FDA saying, okay, we're officially going to try and start writing down some of the regulations on deregulating things. And, and so we're like, what, what, how long did this take? Well, here's the thing at that point, it had taken them about four years to do this. Why? They were acting in accordance with an act that was passed and signed into law by a former president who was in office in the year 2017. And this act was called the over the counter hearing aid act of 2017. Mm. which directed the FDA to come up with a regulatory framework for allowing people to buy hearing aids over the counter in 2017. And in fact, in that law, it said that they had to do it within three years of the passage of the act. (laughs) 2021. Five years later. Oh, we had the pandemic though. So just. They couldn't get to it, Nate, with the pandemic. Can we recap some of the stuff that Biden. Now, okay, it's good. He's signing this, whatever, the FDA is going to do this. That's all great. But there's a little too much football spiking, and this is what I'm doing for you because I care about American families. It's a little bit overboard when you consider the fact that uh, Trump signed this law, this uh, this over-the-counter hearing aid act of 2017, which was part of another FDA bill. 
And they were directing the FDA to create the framework for this to be able to be done. <clears throat> That's what this stems from. This literally stems from now, to be fair, again, this was a bipartisan act was put in. Uh, I can't remember the Republican, but Elizabeth Warren was on this. That's why I said even Elizabeth Warren knows that this is going to decrease costs for people. So the part that's annoying here is how much credit he is taking for literally continuing a process that was put into law by Trump. And the articles about this, literally, Charlie just read it said that the FDA issued the final rule to improve access, which was part of an executive order from Joe Biden about a year ago. They do not mention the act, the over-the-counter hearing aid act that told the FDA to do this. Or, of course, they would not mention the person that signed that law. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I bet the executive action was probably like, hey, you're behind yeah. on this rule that yeah. you were supposed to come out with two years ago. You might want to get on it. Like, seriously, so. speed this up. The act literally said that you had to do this within three years. Mm -hmm. And here we are, 2022. They're saying now by October, we'll be able to do it. It'll be about five years since the time that they passed it. By the way, this is your hearing aid on government. It's five years later. Just to allow you to buy, by the way, okay, a device. It's going to look something like this if you're watching on camera. This thing right here that's form-fitted to the inside of my ear circa 2012. <laughs> that's how long I've had these. This little guy right here. Still fits, though. Now, this one's probably nicer as far as the sound. Charlie's got some right there as well. His are green, even though the video is going to make it look black uh, when it comes through. Just so you can buy this thing that picks up sound in the room around you and amplifies it. And sends it into your ears. Now I can Straight buy to one. Your ear bones. I can buy one that's connected to a soundboard and a computer and a microphone. It gets way louder and probably has way more, you know, noise than all that kind of stuff. It's probably got way better drivers and everything than a hearing aid would. Mm. I would assume. Now I can go buy that. Now if you are doing it for medical purposes can't do it. Mm. The government said you couldn't do it. You had to go to a doctor. You had to go through your in insurance, had to do all that. It cost like five these, grand. There were all these rogue people running around buying hearing aids for the hell of it. Yeah. And it was causing a real big problem in America, which is why the FDA made that rule to begin <laughs> with. They're just roving bands of hearing aid grandpas, so. just buying them for no reason. You had kids, you had children <laughs> Buying these hearing aids back in the day, mm -hmm. in the 60s and 70s and stuff, they were just running around going to school. Like, Look at my hearing aid. Oh, I'm better than you. That's why the FDA had to step in and make this rule mm -hmm. that they didn't have to step in and reverse. Too many kids died. Because, yeah, because of kids and that kind of thing. It so, was mm, look, we found a better way. For children, we found something else for them to get into, you know? It was adversely affected, disproportionately affecting people of color and the transgender youth also. The hearing aids just weren't fitted properly. So, How do you come up with this rule to begin with? I don't know. The rule is that there has to be less rules. That's okay to deregulate no, things. I, how did they come up with the rule oh. in, at the beginning? To be like, oh, you have to have a prescription for this thing. Uh, the people who make the thing oh, probably. I know how, no, I know how they <laughs> yeah. did it. The, how do you justify it? How do you justify it? Well, I'll, I'll justify it for you. If we don't set out these rules, then people are going to make these devices 
and they're going to blow out your eardrums. They're going to explode, probably blow off. I don't know if you've ever seen it. We'll look it up on YouTube. The uh, uh, the black market uh, hearing aids, they just blow off the whole side of someone's face. Oh, it's that, worse than mm. the, what an AR-15 does whenever oh, it hits okay. you. Yeah, it's really bad. And so if you don't set out these regulations, the companies will willy-nilly kill as many of their customers as they possibly could. They probably... Uh, you, they probably have conservative nanotechnology yeah. inside of them, the ones that are yeah. unregulated. And if not for the government coming in to regulate this, companies would have no quality standards. They would not care about the safety or the efficacy of any product that they sell. Uh, could kill as many people as they want, damage as many people as they possibly want. And it wouldn't even have to help you hear anything. They would just sell it, and then they would just, you know erase your name and when you try to text them back they're like new phone who this i didn't sell you that hearing aid. you're trying to act like you got that hearing aid for me that's exactly what mm. would happen if the government hadn't came in and set out these rules mm. for people so that's, it's all about you folks they're anyway. here for you to protect you okay the actual the actual other thing is that they need you to have a prescription from a doctor that way your medical insurance will cover this as a medical device and they will pay for it which then led to the price of the thing being uh skyrocketing afterwards because there was a third-party payer paying for these things and there was no real market forces trying to keep the price of it down then if you didn't have insurance and you wanted to buy one well the market itself like all the other stuff that we have in the healthcare field has been spiked up by the fact that there's no real market forces pushing the prices down on anything and that's the reason that the fda is uh completely i don't know if i'm gonna say worthless or worthwhile you decide mm. worthless let's go with worthless yeah and then let's go home all right, y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode, if you heard today's episode, we're not sure if you did or not. Well, no, it's not October yet. It's not over-the-counter yeah. yet. Once you're able to hear this episode, yeah. now that the government has bestowed upon us this wonderful rule from the FDA, I mean, they they fast-track COVID shots. They, they're on a roll here, just this creating... Fast-tracking. Mm -hmm. 2017, 2022, official paperwork yeah. that says people can buy a thing over-the-counter. It's impressive. I mean, I, every day I'm amazed at our government. That's quick. And just Yeah. Efficient. Way better than a king would do. Oh, yeah. 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 I just love it. So once you're able to hear this, then I hope that you subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, a family member, and share it with the deaf, because uh, they'll be able to hear too now. Finally. Finally. It's about time. Mm-hmm. And so if you do all of that and go to GodHatesFeds.com, GodHatesFeds.com, pick yourself up some merch, get that puzzle. Let us know how that goes. I want to, I want to see, I want someone to join the live group, send me a picture of that puzzle I'll put together. And, uh, that's what I want. That's what I'm asking for. So do that. Go to joingmail.com. If you do all those things and stay classy, we'll be back again tomorrow. <laughs> Hope you have a good day and a good morning like, liberty you just keep adding more and more things <laughs> like go to joingmail.com do all that stay classy the outro is going to take like 30 <laughs> minutes eventually <laughs>